Monday and welcome to Holding Fast. It's great to have you in the podcast today as your anchor holding firmly to the unshakable Word of God. I'm so glad that you're a part of the day today and trust you've got your coffee and you're all ready to meditate a little bit on the Word of God as you go about your daily activities. Want to just uh, stop and, and encourage you that if you have a Bible question or something you've read that has piqued your curiosity and you would like to maybe have it as a uh, ask the pastor type question, then please don't hesitate to call me or to to email me at pastornason at gmail dot com and uh, we will uh, do do I will do my best to get that on the podcast and uh, get you an answer for the question that you might have. And in actuality, that's what we're going to be doing today. There is a listener that submitted a question that I think would be good for us to turn our attention to today. Uh, In our church, we read regularly through a Bible reading program. We have a couple of them going on right now. Uh, We have a number of people that are actually working on uh, uh, reading through the Gospels, a harmony of the Gospels, every 90 days. They'll do that three times this year where your, the Gospels will be harmonized or or synchron, uh, synthesized together so that they might be able to read all of the accounts and become very familiar with the life of Christ. They're reading for for intimacy, to be able to know intimately what the Lord Jesus' life and His teaching was all about. Uh, those that are reading through the entire Bible in a year are reading more for familiarity in order to get a grasp on the scriptures themselves. So uh, those are the two main programs that we're using. And in so doing, obviously, you're going to be reading through the Gospel of Mark. And in Mark chapter 4, which is the text for today in our in our podcast time, uh, is a passage of scripture that has elicited a lot of questions from people down through the years, at least since I've been in the ministry. And it's a, it, it's a legitimate question that I think we ought to examine. In Mark chapter 4, we are told that uh, our Lord was teaching as he usually does in parables. And our Lord in chapter 4 was giving a specific parable that you may be familiar with, and that is the parable of the sower. Literally, it's the parable of the soils, the different type of soils that the seed falls into. And having given this particular parable, uh, the spiritual meaning of the parable was not immediately apparent to the, to the disciples that were listening, including the 12 disciples, not just the broader audience that was listening to him. They didn't know what Jesus meant, and so they asked him about the parable. In fact, at the end of the parable itself, in chapter 4 and verse 9 of uh, the Gospel of Mark, he said, uh, it's uh, recorded that Jesus said, And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins be forgiven them. So, uh, the Lord says very specifically that these parables were given in order so that seeing they may see and not perceive. Now, it's important to remember that the parables, the parabolic way in which Jesus taught in their spiritual function was more like riddles and puzzles than easy illustrations. We tend to think of them illustrating a great truth, and that would be correct if you already had light and understanding of the 
of the uh, the principle that's being taught. But there were people that 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 would not understand these parables because they can only be understood by those who have the right key or the right uh, combination to understand the truth. So a parable isn't exactly an illustration. A good teacher can illustrate by stating a truth and then illustrating the truth through a story or an analogy. But when Jesus used parables, he didn't start by stating a truth. Instead, the parable was like a doorway. Jesus' listeners would uh, stand at the doorway and they would hear him. And if they were not interested, they stayed on the outside. And we know from the Gospels that many people either stayed at the outside or literally walked away because of their rejection of the story that Jesus was teaching. But if they were interested, they could walk through the doorway and think more about the truth behind the parable and what it meant to their life. So if you don't understand the key to the parable, you don't understand it at all. And you can imagine what kind of different people in Jesus' audience might have thought uh, when he taught this parable with no explanation. And that's an interesting study even of itself. But none of them could understand the spiritual meaning until Jesus literally explained the key to them. And here is the point. If you miss the key, you miss the whole parable. If you think the seed represents money, you miss the parable. If you think the seed represents love, you un- you misunderstand it completely. If you think the seed represents hard work, you miss the parable. You can only understand it by understanding the key. The sower sows the word of God. Okay, So he then turns and quotes a passage from Isaiah chapter 6, which is what most people end up stumbling over passage was uttered by the prophet Isaiah as a judgment that was being leveled against the Jewish people because God had continuously been sending prophets that preached the very plain language that called people back to repentance, that called them to forsake their idolatry, their false belief. Uh, and, And so God, because they would not listen to even plain language, said there's going to come a time when there will be a judicial decision, a judgment leveled against God's people in that because of the hardness of their hearts, the plain teaching would not be evident anymore. And it would only be those who have a heart to listen to the God, to God's word, a heart to really respond in obedience to the scriptures. Only those kinds of hearts would then be able to perceive the truth of what Christ is teaching. So Jesus then explained why he used parables. And in teaching by parables, Jesus offered his hearers really the opportunity to dig deep and find the truth. Uh, Or they could turn a blind eye to an interesting story and make it what they wanted to be. The fact of the matter is, Jesus didn't use parables to blind people. And that's important to understand, folks. Uh, He didn't use parables to blind people, but because they were already blind. Uh, G. Campbell Morgan said it this way, Therefore, Jesus used the parabolic method not in order to blind them, but in order to make them look again, not in order to prevent them coming to forgiveness, but in order to lure them toward a new attentiveness or attention to the word. So in light of this, uh, the parable is very important. How blessed are those who do understand the parables of Christ? 
Not only do you gain benefit of the spiritual truth, but you also demonstrate a responsiveness to the Holy Spirit as he works. So this is why our Lord often taught in parables in order to instruct his people. Um, The meaning of the parable would only be revealed to those whose hearts were ready to receive it. And for the rest, whose heart rejected the truth, it was just an unsolvable riddle. That's why Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. The religious leaders, along with many of the lay people and the multitudes, had already rejected Jesus. And so here then in this verse, verse 12, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted. The ju- This is a judgment, a divine judgment on them uh, that rejected the truth of God. Their hearts and their ears were closed to his teaching, and consequently they were not given any interpretation of the parables, and they were just left with the story itself. Yet, at the same time, Jesus' statement is an invitation to believers who were willing to listen. To them, he gave the explanation. So, there is this warning, I think, in the whole story to remind us, to remind you today, that to harden your heart against the very clear and plain teaching of the Word of God is unwise and potentially damning to your soul. Due to the people's repeated rejection of Jesus' clear teachings and of the prophets that came before him, and even our Lord's undeniable undeniable miracles, Jesus, from this point on, even in the Gospels, would always frame his teachings in a way that they couldn't understand. They were unable to comprehend the truth. They would never return and be forgiven and would face God's wrath. Folks, there are many people even now that have rejected the very clear teaching of the Word of God, and it's such a dangerous position for one's soul. So we need to ask ourselves, Lord, help me, and we need to pray, Lord, help me to be what I ought to be, a willing, ready listener to your Word. Help me to to embrace the teaching of Scripture so that I might honor you in what you teach. I pray that you'd walk with God today. Love Him, serve Him with all your heart, give attention to His Word, and God bless you.